Well, welcome back, everyone, to the podcast for the Friday edition as we wrap up this week. We're going to be in Numbers chapter 15. Uh, Continuing there, we will not finish the chapter today. But before we do, as I announced last week, Friday is a special segment of the podcast. In other words, this is the time uh, that I take to talk about ways that you can partner with the program. And I am excited to say that uh, this week I received a notification from Anchor, the the podcast's uh, host, that we've been growing uh, enough that it looks like they're ready to start allow us to going through the process to get sponsorships and so excited for that that's a way that uh, can help support the program want to continue to encourage those who uh, listen if you would simply like the podcast or rate it on your favorite podcasting service or subscribe as well those really help us to um, increase our ability to reach more people we we rank a little higher, however the algorithms work in the world of, of podcasting to be able to reach more people. And also, of course, if there is an episode that really uh, is impactful to you that you think would be great to share with somebody else, please uh, share it with family, friends, social media, however you would like to do so, email, text, but uh, resharing the podcast is a way that you partner with us. There also are some uh, very tangible ways you can partner with us if you would like. Um, you can go to gen1thread22.com and find the support tab and find different creative ways to join in supporting the, uh, the program. We are not a nonprofit, uh, but we do have several ways that you can support us in a partnering way in the ministry that we do. Uh, one is by finding the Amazon reading list, and you can donate a book on my Amazon reading list. You can buy it through your Amazon account, and it will ship it directly to me, and that is a great uh, blessing and benefit. Reading and books is a big part of ministry, and it's uh, it's one of those continuing expenses for ministers, so that definitely is a blessing, and uh, shout out and appreciation to uh, to the, the gentleman that has uh, sent one so far uh, on that list. Also want to suggest that there is a way to become a patron. We have a Patreon account. If you would like to become a patron, you can support um, support me as a creator on there of both this podcast as well as the other podcast blogs and, and different things I do. That's a, a place where you can provide um, either some one-time support or if you'd like to provide regular support. $5 a month, $10 a month, every little bit helps. Or perhaps you're a bigger business or um, you have been blessed financially and would like to help in a more substantial way, $50 a month or, or more. There are different levels of, of sponsorship, of patronage that you can do there. And uh, so really appreciate those who uh, would like to take that route as well. So there are updates for uh, the the ways to support the program and some exciting developments with the, the sponsorship becoming available. Excited for that as the Gen 1 to Rev 22 podcast, the actual podcast, has not been out that long. So excited to see those things developing. By way of announcements, I don't think I have too much to say. Um, except to say that uh, continuing to churn out content on the blog. Um, if you check out the, the website, you'll find the blog there. And in terms of churning out content, there's new content that I create, new articles and such, but there's also a lot of old content, a lot of um, content from my original blog that um, is making its way to the, the blog now. So it's kind of being reposted from way back um, years ago, my old blogger account. I'm I'm co- going through that slowly and and taking some of the original content and 
and pretty much just reposting it for the most part on the blog. I'm not doing too much updating or anything, maybe maybe a little bit, but um, you get to kind of see insight too into how I wrote several years ago. And um, So it's kind of been an interesting journey for me, but also a, a great opportunity to repurpose content. We don't always have to write something fresh. So that's, that's really the only announcement I guess I have uh, today. Keep checking out the blog and, and follow the unfiltered content on there. For today, though, in Numbers chapter 15, I know it's Friday, so I, I want to try to keep it a little briefer for our, our time together. I know you're finishing out your week, many of you, or uh, even if you're not finishing out your week, maybe you're working on Saturday still um, to wrap up your week. Nonetheless, you probably know that Friday has kind of a typical feel to it in our culture. And today, I want to continue... Our lesson on sacrifices in the promised land part 2 by looking at just a few verses verses 17 through 20 in chapter 15 of numbers so let me read these verses <clears throat> pardon me and then we will take a couple of a uh, couple of observations again the Lord spoke to Moses saying speak to the children of Israel and say to them when you come into the land to which I bring you then it will be when you eat of the bread of the land that you shall offer up a heave offering to the Lord you shall offer up a cake or another translation even says dough of the first of your ground meal as a heave offering as a heave offering of the threshing floor so you shall offer it up of the first of your ground meal, you shall give a heave offering throughout your generations. So, by observation, we see two things here. We see that the Lord is once again reminding them of when they enter the promised land. So this is an encouragement on the heels of 40 years of, of kind of discouragement, despair, and death as a generation is dying off. There is yet this encouragement that the Lord will bring the nation... Uh, later, there, there will come a time when he will bring them into the land after 40 years, into the promised land, and they will eat of the bread of the land. And this is something that they're to offer up as a heave offering to the Lord, and they're to offer it up from generation to generation. So it appears that this is one of those, those continuing sacrifices that this generation is to teach to the next generation, <clears throat> pardon me, is to teach to the next. The generation that inherits the land will then teach this to their children, and it will be uh, perpetually their due. By way of application, I think it's pretty direct. Um, the Lord has daily been providing the bread miraculously for the people. He's been providing manna in the wilderness. In the promised land, however, the people would be blessed with growing the grain and receiving a crop. The Lord's blessing through the abundant provision of the land, through, through the grain and such that grew. And then they turn into dough and they bake a cake, they, they bake a loaf. The provision of the Lord in the future will be through the abundance of the land. And likewise, this is meant to continually humble them and produce thankfulness and cause them to remember the Lord. So they, they are miraculously receiving the manna. And we've seen at times they grumble and complain even about that miraculous provision. In the future, however, the Lord is going to provide through abundant provision, through causing a multiplying effect through what they plant in the ground. They're working, they're planting their fields, but it's the Lord who provides the growth, the increase. 
think Paul says something about that spiritually speaking over in 1 Corinthians. However, here we see that this abundance of provision is, is, I think, supposed to have kind of a threefold effect. I'm not trying to read into Scripture, but I, it seems to me that there, there seems to be some reminders of what this is supposed to do. I apply it in three ways for myself. The Lord's blessing of abundant provision through labor is to humble, to produce thankfulness, and to cause remembrance. I think of my own business, for example, being, being self-employed for a portion of my uh, adult working life, being self-employed at the time of this recording, self-employment as well as my hobby of gardening both teach me the Lord's abundant provision through labor. When I plant my garden, I, I take the time and the effort to, to put a little bit of time in, plant the garden, and then over a period of time, the Lord causes the rains and the sunshine and the growth and like even now, for example, it's October at the time of this recording, early October, and I'm still harvesting an abundant amount. I have a second wind of blackberries being harvested, and that's done enormously well. I have not done a lot of labor besides transplanting some, some crops and doing just a little bit of watering for a short period of time. That's producing abundantly, continuing to have an abundance of, of um, sweet peppers and the tomatoes being produced have a fall crop of uh, lettuce and greens that are being produced. Have a fall crop of potatoes that's doing very well. Have a summer crop of potatoes that I've already begun to enjoy the, the fruits of the labor there. The, the point is, planting a little seed, the Lord causes the abundance. And, and now, even later in the season, I'm able to enjoy in fall the continued provision and abundance from the Lord. And in a sense, it humbles me. It causes thankfulness. I can get back from a day of work. I can pluck a, a nice little harvest every couple days. I still have such an abundance of provision of certain things that I can share it. I, I can go share with family or friends um, of what the Lord has blessed me with. So it causes a thankfulness as well as a humbling of the Lord's provision through that. And it causes me to remember the Lord. Same way in self-employment, being self-employed. Um, uh, that, that means that there's, there's times of busier, um, a busier slate of work and there's times of slower times. However, I've seen the Lord throughout everything continue to supply. Week to week, day to day, month to month, the Lord supplies through business. Um, and it's, it's been a reminder of the Lord's provision, His abundant provision, and it humbles me. It produces a dependence as well in that humility, recognizing I am dependent upon the Lord um, in my work and in, in, in my garden as well, and my produce there. It, it also causes me to have such thankfulness this year of, of moving into self-employment for the first time. I mean, I've done some on the side and kind of dabbled in some things, but being full-time, being provided for on my own, uh, this year has, has had those moments where there's kind of the anxiety, the anticipation of starting new business. Is this thing really going to work? And, and it humbles me. It produces a dependence upon the Lord. But it also has produced such thankfulness because time and time, I've, again, I've seen when the business is starting to kind of get a little, a little slow, then the Lord sends more work. And, and the blessing, too, of, of the business the Lord's given me is it's a combination of uh, basically labor, I have a service-based business, as well as ministry, and able to see those two work hand-in-hand. Hand. There's times that the, the 
service-based business is busier and ministry is slower. There's times that ministry is busier and the service-based business is slower. Uh, but rarely are both um, both ramped up and, and super busy at the same time. And that causes me to be thankful, to see how the Lord balances those things out, how He blesses uh, when there's been times of intense working, perhaps physically, with the, the service side of the business. The Lord provides uh, a time of a little bit rest physically and more mental work and emotional work in, in ministry. And, and so it causes me to remember the Lord. And I know I'm applying that very pardon me, specifically in my illustration this morning. But I want to leave you just with this thought as we close out Friday. I want to leave you with the thought of how is the Lord causing this principle that we've seen today, this provision, how is the Lord doing that for you? And what is the continual way in which the Lord has wired your life and your provision what is the particular way in which he's called you to continue to remember him by offering back to him of what you have received? I think that may look a little different for each one of us. Me being self-employed and me having a, a garden and enjoying that hobby, it, it works a certain way. It looks a certain way. It may look a different way for you, however. Um, so I want to encourage you to think through that. Let's pray as we close out this Friday. Father, we thank you for your word once again today. Uh, as we have had a chance to open up. Father, I thank you for the abundant provision that you provide. I thank you for the blessings of your provision which produce humility and thankfulness and remembrance. Father, as believers, we, we are called to constantly be reminded that our provision comes from you. We are not on our own. We are not wandering through this life, serving a God and then living our life um, really separate from Him or devoid of Him. No, Father, we have a privilege of being connected to You in everything we do. Every calling, every vocation of life, every thing that You call us to do in this life is a cause for worship and praise and empowerment by Your Spirit. So help us, Father, even in what we may consider more menial things, to be reminded of Your provision, to be shown how we can offer back something to You, as a token of our, our remembrance and our worship. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy, which is always so abundant and flowing toward us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This podcast has been brought to you by FMM, focusing on the Mark Ministries, living a Matthew 6.33 life until he comes. Check out more resources at gen1 to rev22.com.